0: The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott. Three movies, two men, one podcast.
1: Long ago, in the before times, there was a podcast. It was the only podcast in the nine realms devoted to trilogies. They did not waste time with reboots or straight cables. They commented on legit trilogies only. They presented truths, trivia, debate, and lore. To hell with the movie! (laughs) If they made four.
2: Very good, Scott. We've entered your realm again.
1: Yes. uh,
2: Try to avoid it. Marvel, uh... World of Marvel. You know, the narration, I think, gives it away for this one. Not the music, obviously. Sure. Past sure. the music
1: is really... It doesn't have memorable music.
2: So why don't you just say what this is, if people aren't familiar with your delightful Anthony Hopkins impression. Whoa. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> why don't you tell us uh, what we're...
1: We're doing the Thor trilogy. Thor. Back to
2: superheroes. Yes. Now, this podcast in the past has only covered the Avengers trilogy, which is, at this point and this date, right now, still a trilogy. For now. For now. You and I, um, when we were testing out this podcast, started with Iron Man. We did. And we did two or three sample shows with Iron Man. So we've talked Iron Man in a big way. Yeah. And that is kind of introduced me to the world of superheroes. You know this Marvel world up up and down. Yeah. Do you feel like you got some blanks filled in for yourself? For sure. In watching these, I definitely... Well, But Avengers helps because right. since we watched the Avengers first, we can track the trail of how each of these... Right. You know, how each hero gets to the place where half the universe is disappearing. Yes. All right? Yeah. Including Thor, this particular character. Right. So, yeah, we're dealing with Thor here. Um, and I think another thing that we want to really cover for this is, you know, like all these superhero movies, do they exist on their own as a trilogy? Or... Are they just used to serve this story of the Infinity War and the Stones and the Avengers?
1: I mean, they're, I think they're totally their own stories, because oh. I think they keep it separate enough.
2: Let's discuss that. Phil, you can talk. Phil, now, you're allowed to talk now? Phil is our, generally, he's our field correspondent. For the trilogy podcast. But anything that is dorky, we like to bring Phil in. So, Star Wars, Phil's in. Superheroes? Phil's been known to dress up as Batman in spandex. Phil's in.
0: Yes. that's That's Ev- been my key into comedy.
2: Evil dead horror shit. Phil loves it. He's in. Right. Not bringing Phil in for, say, Porky's. Not doing no. that. You could, though. Could. I won't, though. <laughs> Fine. All right. So, let's get our checklist out here and tell the world exactly what kind of trilogy this is, Scott. Yes. It's pretty obvious, right? I, I think so. Trilogy bot has licked his wounds, and is back in action after
1: a bit of a stumble with Star Wars.
2: And he's going to tell us what kind of trilogy this is.
1: Thor is an army of one trilogy. One man's history,
0: adventures, and legacy. Imagine Phil had a penis, and just proceed from there.
2: Very snarky response. I have
0: have mixed signals about that. Was he being mean?
2: Obviously. Okay, I know. He's very calm about it so I don't really it doesn't read with me I keep him around the house just to talk about what kind of trilogy but he has a personality all his own. Of course. All his own Phil. And yes, Scott, it is an army of one trilogy. Yes. One guy as we chronicle his adventures. Right. And most of our superhero trilogies are are this kind of trilogy. Okay, so
1: Scott's plots, Scott's plots Two words we just read. You realized. vetoed the jingle. You said we couldn't do it. But you know what? I, I just... would have written one and we would have had it right here. <laughs> hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true.
2: Scott, are you ready with those plots? I am. I love it when you do the plots of these. It's fun. I
1: imagine you have them written on the back of your hand right now. No. In the scripto. Uh, we're gonna, you know, as usual, it's gonna be very, uh, very bare bones. I try not to use character names, anything like that. You know the drill. If you uh, didn't
2: see these movies, or at least two of these movies, it makes no sense to you.
1: But if maybe you haven't seen it in a while, or you don't really care, and you just want to know the basic idea of what happens in the movie, this will help you out.
2: We're filling you in in case, say, you love one of these movies but aren't really that familiar or don't remember the other two.
1: Or right, or you saw two and you were like, I don't want to watch anymore. There's just so you many know? scenarios. Sure. So many. All right. <laughs> <laughs> really bringing it to a wide audience, you know? You sleep over there, Film Phil? I'm listening Jevons? to you
0: guys. I don't, I don't know if you guys are... Phil <laughs> asleep.
1: Mustache. You don't trust me because of this mustache. <laughs> no one should. Uh, no. French saboteur. All right, so we're going to start it off, of course, with the namesake. Uh, By the way, uh, happy Thor's Day, everyone. We are recording this on Thor's Day. (laughs) bit of serendipity. Thursday's an underrated Saturday. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay. No, no one was saying that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to start it off with Thor. 2011. A fancy alien with lightning powers is about to be named king of his planet. When some ice creatures his father fought a long time ago, crash the coronation and unsuccessfully try to steal a big blue rectangle. Mm. The lightning boy decides to attack the ice creatures with his combat friends, even though his brother advises him against it. They are quickly outnumbered and saved by Lightning Boy's dad, who then strips Lightning Boy of his powers and banishes him to Earth. You
2: know, just a long cycle of Thor sort of doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Being reprimanded, but still favored by Odin.
1: Yeah, just straight up ignoring any advice he gets in the first 20 minutes of the movie.
0: You know what? There's really a correlation with his character improving and them getting his eyebrows right. Over the course of the trilogy. And <laughs> what at this do you point, mean? his eyebrows look fucking awful right now. Yeah. They just when he's, didn't do it. When he's fighting the Ice Beasts? Yeah, because he's got the blonde fucking yeah. just, just just, His beard's
1: not relaxing. great in the first one. It gets it gets to a gr- good level. Yeah.
2: So, so now you're talking See, hard about... the
1: hard-hitting analysis we're bringing here. Well, those so. Eyebrows
2: can be critical, but right. I don't know if I've, I've, I'm with you on this.
1: <laughs> Upon arrival to Earth, Lightning Boy is found by a scientist and her team. Who think he's insane but quickly discover he is who he says he is. <laughs> I don't know. wait, stop. I don't know if they quickly discover it. I feel like it takes them way too long to realize <laughs> he is who he says he is. But if you were in that situation, you would be like, the guy's fucking nuts. Like that it moment, would take you a long time. It's quicker than like a normal human being. Real quick to trust him because he's pretty though. Like they're really quick to be like, Yeah, but yeah. you're pretty.
2: Yeah. Up till the campfire scene, which is pretty deep in the movie. She still has no reason to think that this isn't anything but a crazy man going on and on. Right. He's talking linked realms. Yeah. What would you think? Until you visually see him doing his shit, until he's fighting the guy at the end, there's no reason to think that he's not a crazy guy
1: just going crazy. Yeah. Well, she just hangs around because she thinks he's hot. Yeah, oh oh yeah. yeah. Or she's like ah, everything in my in me is saying yeah, but walk away from Imagine you this picked guy. up a
2: a beautiful red-headed hitchhiker and she was like let me tell you about the linked realms that I'm the fucking princess of you be, like, be like take me there. She her so let's move on with the movie.
1: Okay. Phil, I don't want to hear your version of this. <laughs>
2: I don't want to hear Phil's hitchhiker story. Go ahead, Scott.
1: <laughs> They quickly discover he is who he says he is, and then they try to help him recover his powers, but he is not yet worthy to wield them.
2: Just another point. It's, it's the first time, actually, in all these films where you get confused as to when he's got power, when he doesn't have power, when he's
1: when he's mortal, when he's not mortal. It goes from planet yeah. to
2: planet, time to time, yeah.
1: convenience to convenience, not to get too far ahead, but in the third one, he was like, It's the hammer doesn't give you the powers. You've always had the powers. He reveals Except that. Except the time that I took them away from you. He reveals like, that in the third one, but in right, the first one, the
2: gimmick is that suddenly he's like
1: devoid of his powers, and that's because
2: he doesn't have the fucking hammer in his hand. Right. That's the right. gimmick the
0: movie
1: plays. Well, is it's, what I'm the, saying. it's
0: the trial that his
1: father puts him on. Meanwhile, back on Lightning Boy's planet, his father reveals to his brother that he is actually an ice creature who was taken when he was an ice baby. The brother reveals he has been helping the ice creatures to take over the throne, but he quickly double crosses the ice creatures and takes the throne for himself, and refuses to bring his brother back. Lightning Boy's brother sends. He get a- so
2: tired of trying to guess Loki's motives. Ugh. Yeah, it Loki gets real tiresome, doing now. right? Oh, is he God. a good guy? Is he a bad guy? guy? It's no. always. I love that bad, though because good, bad. The, 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 the answer is the basically pattern. he's a bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always the. It's again. It's but always so bad. Many- Then he's, oh, wait, it was good the whole time. But then in the end, he was bad. Yeah, right. He's doing something bad. When it benefits
1: him.
0: There's so many beats in every movie of him doing that game that it's almost, it's kind of, we haven't even gotten through the first one in Loki's cross, like twice already. He's like the big show. By the third. (laughs) He turns face, he turns heel, he turns face, he turns,
2: make up your mind. By the third movie, they're making fun of the fact that
1: His motives are always bullshitty. Their comets got it. They're
2: spoofing themselves.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lightning Boy's brother sends a metal fireman to destroy his brother. But when Lightning Boy sacrifices himself to save his Earth friends, he is worthy enough to get his powers back and returns home to stop his brother, who dies in the process.
2: Isn't that always how it is when the hero does a good thing and is willing to sacrifice himself doing that good thing? Only then does he earn the title he should... Like Little Nicky. That's the best example you have, Phil? (laughs) Little
1: Nicky of that?
0: (laughs) It's an underrated Adam Sandler movie. Isn't that like like a magic tear or
1: something? Like, oh, it brought me back. That's the superhero of your choice, Little Nicky. Now we're moving along to Thor The Dark World. 2013. Lightning Boy's brother, who is not dead, is imprisoned for his many crimes, and Lightning Boy is preparing to become king again. Can you imagine that? Meanwhile, an ancient evil elf that was fought by Lightning Boy's ancestors returns and wants to obtain Liquid Evil. (laughs) That's so stupid!
2: What, Liquid Evil? Liquid evil. It's, <laughs> it's, it's basically such a David what it is. Goyer
0: device. <laughs> yeah. We've got this box that has some liquid evil that turns into a gas. <laughs> Who's oh, David it's like, Goyer? He's the guy that he's butchers written. all the Batman movies with yeah. uh, stupid objects that you have to destroy. Did he do the so first X Men, too? The, f- he did there's the first X Men, yeah. When
1: they sabotage uh, uh, Professor X yes. when he's using Cerebro, they just put brown liquid. Into the thing and like immediately he's like oh no brown like yeah but they also have to stop the uh, the big machine (laughs) that's going to turn everyone into a mutant
0: and then in uh, Batman Begins there's the oxidizer oh yeah so hold on you
2: you guys are basically connecting. Devices that are that are liquid in nature in, that can, in comic c- movies that have yeah. a lot of power. Yes, they have to, yeah. the person. But they
1: Yeah, there's usually a, a form substance liquid. that's like a magic substance that you it's don't really MacGuffin. question. It's, yeah, you know it's, exactly. It's a
0: McMuffin. It's, a, <laughs> it's so you're talking about the ether. Let's get McMuffin. You're talking about the ether,
2: basically. <laughs> the ether. Yes. Yeah. This Movie. With the with ether. Right.
1: Liquid with an A. Right. Ether. I wrote it with an A here. I looked it up. Nice. What are you, a nerd? (laughs) (laughs) He wants to obtain liquid evil that has just been soaked up by Lightning Boy's scientist girlfriend. Lightning Boy takes his girlfriend to his planet to protect her, but the evil elf is able to infiltrate the planet, and while trying to kidnap the scientist girlfriend, the evil elf kills Lightning Boy's mom and escapes. In mourning. I never felt so bad in my life as when I
2: saw Rene
1: Russo at her funeral. Yeah,
2: it was, a, it was akin to another trilogy funeral And that's the death of Miyagi's father In the second Karate Kid Yes In the same way that the candles were floating Upon the waters of Okinawa <laughs> Get out of here <laughs> Up in um, Asgard th- Those candles were, you know
1: Up to the stars
2: Up to the stars And then they shoot her with the bow and arrow and That's, and where, that's where
1: ghosts live In the stars
2: If you're in the Lion King world so funny that you should mention The Lion King Because I have a note here where the lion, This is basically the plot of The Lion King It is The first film is the plot of The Lion King Right and The idea of Loki So is Black is, Panther Loki
1: is very much like Scar In Mourning, Lightning Boy's dad forbids anyone to leave or enter the planet But Lightning Boy sneaks out with his brother, his girlfriend, and his friends to attack the evil elf in the process, the evil elf drains the liquid evil out of the scientist's girlfriend, absorbs it, Lightning Boy's brother is killed again, and the evil elf escapes.
2: When they make Arabisi from Oz into a super elf killer, right?
1: Uh, you mean Atawale Akanue Baje? When they make him into a
2: mega elf. Yes. And he looks and he's just a badass. He looks like Predator. Yeah.
1: He looks just like Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why I liked it. Right? He looks like Predator. I liked his character. That was, he was a good beast. They take a
2: piece of some
1: something and put in him to make him powerful. Is that another... S- no, so, so he was just hiding that crystal, I think. And yeah. the why crystal is, is like you crush the crystal, and then it, I think, activates and makes you like this crazy... The cursed. In the beginning,
0: yeah. they, they, all the, the elves, when they're fighting the, uh, the Asgardians... They take that the glowing red crystal and they crush it and they all turn into these flame demons. Uh, okay, I missed that. So that's that. what he becomes. I see. Yeah, because he's, he's like, You'll, you you are
1: the last cursed or whatever he tells yeah. him, and then he s- sticks it inside of him. Seems pretty powerful. Yeah. Basically, it seems, seems you know, like, like that might be all you need. It's like a magic sponge, you know. You just yeah. <laughs> maybe you just it need
2: and then... that, and you don't need an infinity stone, which is what we find out later that the ether is it winds up being one of the. Infinity
1: Stones. Yeah, uh, reality stone, I believe. Um, That's true. Duh. Fucking Phil. Duh. <laughs> but can I this you're I right, was actually right. confused about that as well. So at the end they bring them uh the reality stone and the cutscene or whatever. The They give it to the collector. To the collector. Yeah. To the collector. How did the goo the evil liquid become Infinity Stone. They fucking just encapsulated that shit into a cube, dude. Oh, I didn't see that
2: part. They're, it
1: didn't... It's off camera. I feel like that's important. Like, they should have shown that to us. Well, only for you. Like, put it in a syringe and... <laughs> inject it into like you know a gusher Stotify or something. And, oh yeah, and Cosmic it becomes. A you say a gusher like yeah. that
2: gum where you chew on it and the liquid comes a, out. It's not a mouth? gum. What is a gusher? It's a like fruit snack that you eat. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Chews gum. You know that gum you yeah, chew no, that's, and the liquid a weird
1: chew. comes out. Yeah. You... Oh, I I don't care for that. I don't it's chew gum confusing. at all. I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> Back in the day, I found it odd this gum is shooting liquid into my mouth. Where's the benefit there? just jizzing right in my mouth all right scott why do you have to because that's what it's like is it is it like that father chules gum you're telling me there's no other consequence in which liquid is going into your mouth i don't know gushers drinking something
1: bursting into your mouth (laughs) hey big squeeze you're really making me
2: feel so uncomfortable (laughs) bursting
1: don't ever you know don't use that verb again with the help of his scientist girlfriend scientist colleague Lightning Boy is able to track down the evil elf and stop him from plunging the world into darkness. Upon his return to his planet, Lightning Boy is offered the throne but refuses, and we see that Lightning Boy's brother, who is not dead, is impersonating their father. Tiresome. And I don't know
2: whether this is Loki trying to deceive Thor in some way, because I think it might might be, but he says something like, all of the other realms, when they saw how you were willing to sacrifice your life, yeah. realized that we should work together, right? Isn't it something yeah, like that? Something we like should... that. Yeah, something like that. You've, you've every, united the nine Every other realm seems to be a barren wasteland where yeah. there are no normal people, but rather monsters. Yeah. And every other realm other than Earth... Seems to not have an atmosphere. There's just outer space. Phil, you know what I mean, right? Oh,
0: yeah. The, uh, the space in, uh, in the Thor movies looks like the VHS box cover of Superman the movie. All of it does. Like, the Rainbow Bridge is really fucking cool. See, I disagree. I'll
2: talk more about the Rainbow Bridge. Aww. But to me, that's like some cheap Tron special effect that was discarded and added for this. I dig it. It's... You know what? Tron and Thor... Both are similar
1: words. What a great observation. (laughs) Four letter (laughs) words. Great drop in, Marty. We're doing that one. Broadcasting school? Fucking major major (laughs) league.
2: I'll cut it out so that I don't sound bad. All right. You said (laughs) Thor, the dark
1: world, right? Uh, Done with that. We're going to finish it up with Thor Ragnarok. 2017. We catch up with Lightning Boy, preventing a fire creature from fulfilling a prophecy of his planet's destruction by stealing his crown and destroying him. When he returns from his adventures, he finds his brother has exiled their father and has been pretending to be him. In what might be the strangest scene in the last couple of years, boy. So good, though.
2: It's so peculiar with the Matt Damon cameo. Yeah.
1: He's good for those. It is, And uh, Thor is... Uh, Luke Hemsworth he's, Yeah He's his brother Oh that's his brother yeah. And Sam yeah. Neill
2: Sam Neill is Sam Neill yeah. And you know what? But it's really Matt Damon Who's unapologetically Matt Damon It, look, know it, like, it could be a Jimmy Kimmel thing. scene Yeah uh, That's how it is Right yeah. And immediately you've got Anthony Hopkins acting crazy and you're like this is not a regular thor movie yeah yeah. they're doing something different no
1: right away it's it's funnier it's like more
2: this is a crazy death scene they're making fun of the very thing the last movie ended with yeah like i i I mean just making fun of it directly
1: right so well because he didn't die so it's meaningless now yeah like
0: this and guardians really perfected the marvel humor that everyone now, like,
1: sort of, you see in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. That there should be. This is a lot more, uh, the third one's a lot more, like, Guardians-esque. Because yeah. space is crazy for some reason. But- Our whole
2: difference in this world of superheroes. Yeah. I think it came out in a big way with um, Dark Knight, but, you know, we talked about it with Iron Man and Avengers too. That I think that every superhero movie should be very light, like yeah. Ragnarok. And you don't mind your superhero movies being serious. So I think that's always been kind of one of our little conflicts in this world. Yeah, I like both.
1: Like, I really like this third movie. Um, uh, But yeah, but I like Batman to be serious. Okay. Punisher, serious. Lightning Boy and his brother track down their father on Earth, where their father reveals he's about to die, releasing their secret evil sister he imprisoned, who will fulfill the prophecy of the planet's destruction. Do you think Hopkins was like, I'm not going to have to put on that heavy armor, am I? Like, like no, yeah. now no. you're just an Earth. Just come in guy. your PJs and we'll put an eye patch Perfect. on you. Yeah. Perfect Great. idea. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank God I don't have to wear those things. I'm not even wearing underwear right now. <laughs> when their father dies and their secret sister arrives, Lightning Boy and his brother try to escape to their home planet, but their secret sister knocks them off course, sending them tumbling through space to a different planet. Lightning Boy is captured by a scavenger who is once a guardian on his home planet and is sold to the mad ruler of the planet, who Lightning Boy's brother has been working for, and Lightning Boy is forced to fight for his freedom in an arena. But when he enters the arena, his opponent is his big green friend from his super team days. They fight, but before Lightning Boy can win, the fight is ended. Meanwhile, the secret sister has taken over the planet and killed anyone in her way. Lightning Boy is able to convince his big green friend, his brother, and the scavenger to help him escape and save his planet. They are chased by the mad ruler, but are able to escape through a wormhole and return home. When they arrive, the secret sister has risen an undead army and a giant wolf. I could really do without any
2: of her bullshit on the planet. I love all the goofy shit going on with the Hulk. And Thor and all her shit, which almost harkens back to the second film, and yeah. the seriousness of the second yeah. film.
1: I could do without it, but she's still very like sarcastic. She has and a, co- jokey. She's yeah. a couple, she the whole of,
2: lines, a couple yeah. of lines, but it's still eh.
1: yeah. It's I, like they got to keep you like, oh, remember this is still going on, like, right? You know, so. and it's kind of getting worse. And now you know Thor's really got to get out. of Just another there. threat,
2: and it's just again another incorrect manipulation of the of the the mythology. If anyone, to a Viking, is listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. A
1: Norwegian? A Swede? When they arrive, the Secret Sister has risen an undead army and a giant wolf and is about to destroy the remainder of the citizens of the planet. They all fight back as much as they can, but soon realize they will never be able to defeat the powerful Secret sister. Lightning Boy and the gang decide the only way to defeat the secret sister is to use the fire creature from the beginning's crown to resurrect the fire monster and allow it to fulfill the prophecy and destroy the planet. It's the biggest fuck it in the history of movies. They're like,
2: well, we can't beat her. She could just have the whole planet. And the fire guy it's doesn't fire. realize he's destroying the planet and no one's there. He's just he's just wrecking buildings. Yeah. He's
1: very
0: dutiful. He knows what he has to do, which is destroy himself, I guess. Philly's
1: wrecking buildings.
0: He's But de- he's destroying... But then what happens
1: to him? Yeah.
0: Right. At the end, like, what, is he just going to float around Is in his, his crown just
1: floating around Oh, he did it! <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the, he's
1: the, I can die now! The ruler
0: of the planet. <laughs> and then fucking Ego comes along. And-
1: exactly. I believe that's uh, the guy who does the voice of Mr. Krabs. Uh, yes. Does his voice. Clancy Brown?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Who the hell's Mr. Krabs? From SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Really? And, uh, you know, that in- insanely popular cartoon. Shut <laughs> up, <laughs> man. Brown I'm is, not familiar
2: <laughs> I've heard of SpongeBob, I just don't know about He's Mr. his no. boss
1: at the Krusty Krab. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. You have just given me my one million dollar. Huh, great. Well, what do I win? Nothing! Now get out! So these movies
2: are significant in the. 2010s. Yeah. Like every Beginning Marvel zone. film, they made money. Yeah. But I got to tell you, they are the least profitable of all of the Marvel superhero films. Even the third one? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the, the trilogy is the least profitable. Oh, okay. And the movies in general are the least profitable. i buy that. For, for example, the most profitable of any of them is Ragnarok. Yeah. And that's 16th on the list. Wow. Right, wow, 15 really? other Marvel superhero films. That are from phase one, two, or three. What's Imagine the top five? Do you know Iron Man? Well, Phil, yeah, I do know that. The top five are Black Panther, Infinity War, the original Avengers, the Avengers Age of Ultron, and Iron Man 3. Wow. Iron Man 3 is number one? Cracks top five. What? Top Wait. five, you
1: said? No, the other top way. one. The other one.
0: Oh, you started with the top one. Yeah. You oh. did it wrong. No. You started from five to one.
1: He didn't, he didn't, you didn't present it <laughs> in the way you wanted to hear it. In a compelling it. way. You should have counted it down all the way to number one. So it's the least
2: compelling, the least interesting of any of the superheroes I would suggest to you. In the Marvel world.
0: Yes. I could say, yeah. so. It took me a, hard, a, a long time to come around to seeing it
2: because I just didn't care. I don't
1: know yeah. whether it does or it doesn't. And you wouldn't have if we hadn't forced you to.
2: Right. I because it was dorky, Phil. Naturally, I thought you'd know all about it, and so I was surprised
1: when you didn't. Yeah. We should we should have uninvited him. I thought about it.
2: It actually
0: became an enjoyable experience having to having a fucking butt chug three movies in a
2: <laughs> in twenty four hours. Oh, Phil, you're know, supposed to watch them. <laughs> and please never use the expression "butt chug" again, Scott. <laughs> Um,
1: use your eyes, Phil.
2: Is it a coincidence, though, that this is the least profitable Marvel film and it's the only one that's based on an already existing
1: mythology? Yeah. Well, he's kind of Superman-esque, too, in the way that... He, exactly, He's man. got so many powers, he's godlike, you know... I wrote that down here
2: later on, that he really feels like Marvel's answer to Superman.
1: Yeah. In a little bit s- like if you split... Uh, Superman and two, he'd be Thor in Captain America. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, that makes yeah, sense. They, well, they all share the same qualities heroism of heroism. Because I like they made him sort of the fish out of water uh, character who's kind of stumbling, bumbling right. around. and Which is his best face and the way I think he is
2: best presented and succeeds the most as a character when yeah. he is vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Take That's him the- out of Asgard and... Put him on Earth, he's best on Earth. Yeah, yeah. They they proved
0: that point by blowing up Asgard. Because well, Asgard's I mean, too they,
1: Shakespearean, everything they do, and it's like It's the Alderan right.
0: of the Marvel. Yeah, world. it's the Gallifrey of the Marvel world too, or Doctor Who. You know what, Phil? Fuck off. Yes. You're right though. <laughs> it's true though, yeah. It's correct. When they whenever they focus on his home world, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. And like I couldn't care less.
1: We are the time Lords. We have like funny this. hats. What in the name of sanity have you got on your head? fez. I wear a fez now. Fez is cool.
2: The first film is directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Yeah. Actor, director. Sort of makes sense. Shakespearean. I would have liked really him to have been in sense. it. In the third one, he does a voice somewhere or something. He's involved yeah. somewhere as a voice.
1: I don't care for him, actually. But Kenneth Branagh? Yeah. Well, he's. he's I don't think his movies are that good. I don't think he's that good. It's kind of like a baguette. He's kind
0: of just like <laughs> a... He's kind of just just a bread. I just he want to butter like, him up.
2: A bread that is ridiculous, Phil. What does that mean? Just look at He's him. Like he doesn't. The shape
0: of him. He's so soft. He's not very <laughs> squared off. He's just got very like rounded features. He just looks like a.
1: I just want to put some brie a cheese casserole. and butter on him. A terrible
2: description of him. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I love a baguette. Nothing better than a tasty baguette.
2: He was the director of Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and played
1: Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And cast De Niro as Frankenstein in that, right? Did.
0: This heart inside of me. Better than <laughs> Lon
2: Chaney Jr. I didn't think he was terrible Say as
1: Frankenstein. It. He was like a... Don't bother to scream.
2: <laughs> he did a ton of Shakespeare's. That's the most... Most of the things he's directed have been Shakespeare's. But recently, he uh, he directed Murder on the Orient Express.
1: And was in it. And was in it. There so. you go. I like, I like when it he's in was, it. It was... Uh, whatever.
2: The director for the second film... Was Alan Taylor. Yeah. Okay, you'd know him from nothing except for Terminator Genesis. HBO. Oh, that movie sucks. But let me tell you, this guy's resume for television oh. couldn't be better. Homicide, Oz, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, West Wing, Sex in the City, Lost, Mad Men. The guy is a monster director for TV.
1: You know, my cousin Gregory's girlfriend is what they call a development girl out in Hollywood, right? She said I could sell my life story, make fucking millions. I didn't do that. I stuck it out with you. Fucking kill you. What are you gonna
2: do? Go ahead and we on me now. The third director is Taka Watiti. All right. He's a New Zealander. Yeah. Phil, you must know oh, him yeah. from what we do oh, in Shadows. Baby. Which is a horror mockumentary that deals with vampires Fellas, if
1: you're listening. Is he he's also doing um, the the spin off one, the werewolves? I think it's, it's just called Werewolves. Yeah. It's good. I I don't think it's come out yet. How good is the vampire think... one? Is that something I should
0: I, watch? I didn't see that. Phil? I don't know. It's, I haven't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the TV show? That's exactly what Doug used to say. He's also the voice of uh, Korg, right? In the movie, The Rock Guy. They're talking about maybe him taking over and doing the third Guardians as well. Would it be, be bad. Yeah, it's the same kind of sense of humor, basically. Same kind yeah. of
2: sense of humor, same kind of a color palette. Yeah, but you they know.
1: lost the other guy,
2: you know. Okay, so cast Chris Hemsworth as
0: Thor. I really like Chris Hemsworth. He's got great great timing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, again, I had no interest in Thor and going into watching the first movie, I was like, he's a good Thor. Like, yeah. he's somebody that's a Thor I'd watch, and I'd watch a few movies.
2: Chris Hemsworth has done a lot of high-profile films in addition to this uh, role. He also plays the Huntsman in the Snow White films. There's two of those. He was in the Red Dawn reboot. Wolverines! Hemsworth was also in the Vacation movie and the Ghostbusters movie. Exactly. Yes. And the Star Trek film, a trilogy. Okay, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek trilogy. And coming up, he's going to be in Men in Black. So right, uh, Men in Black International. As much as he's a trilogy superstar, he's also a trilogy killer. I think it's also worth mentioning when we talk about Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Hems?
1: Helms? Hems. 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 Hem. Hem.
2: That his brother is Liam, who's an actor, and is the Hunger Games guy. Yes. And the Miley Cyrus wife guy. I've
0: never met this man in my life.
2: He's my brother. (laughs) Adopted. Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yeah. Okay. Future Bond. Now, what's kind of neat is these actors match the parts they're playing. Whereas Hemsworth does these splashy, big-budget films that everyone's seen. Hiddleston is doing more kind of edgy things. I think, yeah. Classic things, critic choices. You know, he did a Woody Allen film. Did a Jim Jarmusch he did a Spielberg he did War Horse
1: I'm sure he's a classically trained Shakespearean actor too you know what I mean who Hiddleston yeah yeah, he is oh hell yeah that's the
2: whole thing he's the unlike Hemsworth who's a big Australian doofus right this guy's you know he's a Shakespearean he's a globe guy so yeah that's Hiddleston and he's always funny when you see him on talk shows always has a good quip yeah good line originally audition no offense is meant by my incredulity here that's right but you originally auditioned for Thor (laughs) yep Moving forward, another Englishman, Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Idris Elba as the seer, the watcher. What's his name? The guardian. What's he doing? Helmdall. Heimdall. Home? Heimdall. 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 I mean, he came upon the scene really big. And I I think maybe we saw him for the first time in American Gangster. What
1: the fuck you going to do, Frank? Huh? What you doing? You going to shoot me in front of everybody? Huh? Come on.
2: It's pretty great. Um, he's done a lot of TV. We're talking famously, uh, The Wire, The Wire, his big one, yeah, yeah. What, the, Bell, Luther, Luther, and The Office, as well as Mandela, which was a kind of a TV, right? Played Mandela, yeah. And he's also in Star Trek. Did you know yeah, that? in the Star Trek trilogy, he's a trilogy superstar.
1: What is he in that? In he's, that, he's in. Uh, you're gonna make me look it up, huh? I Star will Trek tell beyond. you. Is it beyond? Oh, I didn't see Star Trek Beyond. Maybe uh, it's right. very good,
2: much better than. Yeah. Let's just say he's in Star Trek Beyond,
1: and it feels wrong. He's
2: he is. he's the fool. I am. Sir Anthony Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, Hannibal Lecter himself. Can anyone here name the four films in which he's been nominated for an Academy Award? Silence of the Lambs. One. Uh. Uh. What's that? Remains one? of the Day. Two. Shadowlands. No, but he was in Shadowlands. The Edge. No. The Edge. <laughs> <laughs> died saving my life fractured it wasn't meet <laughs> joe black the human stain it wasn't beowulf the world's fastest indian how about Chaplin? Ch- he was in chaplain but not nominated how about nixon really oh, yeah he played richard nixon and he was also nominated for amistad uh, he played john quincy adams i'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> just want to say
0: he uh Nixon is a very interesting performance because he looks nothing like him. Yeah. And that part gave him so much anxiety because he didn't think he
1: could pull it off. Good. And I only watched the first season of Westworld, but Okay. he's very good in that. Good. I had heard a story. Uh, he was shooting, he was doing that Hitchcock movie with Helen Mirren. That's right. And yes. she was actually shooting Red 2, that uh, movie with like Bruce Willis, where they're the retired. The first one was good. Yeah. Yeah. The second one's actually not bad, too, I actually he's one of the best parts of it, uh, but they had, they had somebody else I think was supposed to do it, and they dropped out or something, um, so she was, like, jumping from set to set, and she asked Anthony Hopkins, she's like, oh, this is, like, small part, they wanted me to ask you if you wanted to do it, and he was like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll run by and uh, do it tomorrow or something, like, right. and he came in, yeah. just got the script that night, and just was completely off book, ready to go, like, yeah. Just took it on while he was also embodying Hitchcock. He like. seems
0: like the guy that likes the challenge. He yeah. likes to be out in the wild doing that.
1: An actor's you know. actor. Yeah. Oh, and Senator, just one more thing. Love your suit.
2: Okay. The last uh, few actors that were in all three of these films are the actors known as the Warriors Three. That's Thor's crew. Crew of fighters. He's like pre-Avengers. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So there's a uh, Ray Stevenson as Volstagg, the guy with the hearty appetite the big, appetite beard. And the Tall big beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's been in
0: GI Joe, been in Punisher 2. He was the Punisher, Punisher Warzone. Oh, I,
1: I kind of liked Warzone.
2: Two different yeah. actors played the other warrior, uh, Fandrell. So, I'm not even going to bother yeah. mentioning that here. One of which two is the, the guy Zachary now
1: Levy. Zachary Levi, Levi who's going to be um,
2: he's going to be mentioned them anyway. Shazam. I thought that was noteworthy. Okay, okay. He's they're playing yeah. the, it is. Uh, comic book. It hero. is yeah. the Asian guy is uh, Tadanobu Asano. Nice, and Phil. You okay. might know him from Battleship. I know it's one of your favorite films. That's <laughs> the scene with Rihanna. Battleship is as pr- a pretty good simile for life, you know, or metaphor.
1: You sunk my battleship.
2: So this is an exception to the rule. Normally we wouldn't mention these here, but again, these first two yeah. films are doing their own thing. You've got Natalie Portman as his love interest. Um, fill your favorite Natalie Portman film? I would have to say Annihilation. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. That's real real badass. You might know her though, of course, from Star Wars. Star Wars prequel,
1: that yeah. is my it's least trilogy. favorite.
0: Part. They do not service her well and then they kill her with a broken heart. Well, she's also had
2: three Academy Award
0: nominations. And she won for the uh for the Black Swan. Black Swan. Also it's like female
1: wrestler basically. It like is. it's the same basic story but with a different <laughs> different profession, like from wrestler to dancer. And she just won for that and then she got this Oh, right. won't, can I say one more thing about Natalie Portman? Yes. Sure, sure, Leon the Professional. Oh When she yeah. was nine years old, she plays oh. the little girl in that movie. That's right. Immediate crush. Hold me like you did by the
2: lake on Naboo. Kat Dennings. Yes, she's Kat from Dennings. that TV show, right? Two broke two girls. Two girls in a hotel. Two apartment. broke girls. The two broke girls.
1: Pizza place. No, that's two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. It's the same. That thing. was canceled years ago. It's the same show. Hey, when you get a second. Stop looking
2: at my booth. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård, yes, as, um, yes, Selvig, Selvig, the scientist. I think most people yeah. know him as the professor from Goodwill Hunting. But Phil might know him from Mamma Mia. <laughs> so, do you, Phil? I do. <laughs> I love him on the side of the poster
0: because you know they're just like, just make a stupid face, Stellan. Just do something stupid, and he's like, he does like this really weird like. Pose and it's hilarious. I gotta I gotta recommend the mamma
2: mia poster.
1: Whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor.
2: First film, as we all know, does not have any kind of colon subtitle, but it's simply one word.
1: Thor. Thor.
2: Thor. Phil, you social justice warrior, right off the bat, did you notice that Thor is the favored son? Blonde haired. Blue eyes. Nazi. Nazi, oh yeah, Nazi. He is oh, yeah, Nor- he's, Norwegian oh, or whatever Scandinavian Hitler youth.
0: He's like, I want to fight him, Dad.
2: And meanwhile, you have the swarthy Loki, dark hair, dark features, just adopted and discarded. Yeah, he's a political well, he's instrument less than you know, right? Yeah, he's adopted. All right, why are you focusing on the adopted part? Well, I mean, he's
1: also an ice baby.
2: I like Vanilla Ice's version better than I like David Bowie's version. I'll kill you. (laughs) I'll kill you. If given the choice between listening to either of the songs, I will always pick Ice Ice Baby.
1: Okay. It's madness. Where to your mother. And the uh, lead, uh, I think important to note, the lead Frost Giant is Colm Fiore. Yeah. He's in the caveman's Valentine. That's right. With Samuel L. Jackson, where he plays a crazy homeless person. Okay, he's also in uh, the movie with Ben Affleck, Paycheck. That's right. Um, it's got one of my favorite lines in a movie. because uh, he's like waiting for him to come out of somewhere, and he's like sitting at a cafe, and then like somehow he misses him, and he's like chasing him and can't get to him, but he's like reporting back to the bad guy, and he's like, "Well, what happened? How did he? How did he get away? From? What were you doing?" And he just turns because I was eating pie. But like so many of these
2: films that. That have planets, they treat a planet like it's a country. So that little city that we see is the whole planet. That's yeah. everything going on on the planet. Always makes so, me yeah. wonder,
0: like what else? Where's what's happening on the other side? Yeah,
2: that's just how they treat it. Whether it be Star Wars or Star Trek or Marvel, any of these trilogies, that's what you see. That's an ongoing trend. No, this, yeah, this movie, I think re- so it repeats a lot of trips, such as the rock
0: quarry fight, that it, it's in a few of them. Uh, where it's always the hero and villain square off on a plot of land that's mostly just rocks and dirt, and that's an alien
2: world. That's what I'm saying before, Phil. They don't have, Cheap. there are no atmospheres yeah. on these planets. You can see right into outer space. Ground control to major toms. Seven,
0: six, commencing countdown Five. engines.
1: Four, three, 2.
2: Whole movie is based upon more or less the ice guy insulting him and calling him a princess, in that one scene. Yeah, and people are like, "Uh oh!" He turns around,
1: and that's the whole movie. Yeah. Had he just walked away, Phil? Well, he's brash. He's young. He's brash. Yeah. He's not ready. He wanted to fight, and he's not king.
2: <laughs> Phil, that reminded you it's of a young Cole. Phil Casale on the street to Teeneck or whatever. i uh, Nutley, whatever Nutley, and somebody calls you something the wrong thing. You turn around, and I you're, never you're did
1: brash. Your brash. That wasn't me. Hanging yeah. out in the streets of ten to fly. <laughs> Whole book and Bridge in the background.
2: Th- uh, that's not real. What Were you from Oradell? Or- yeah. <laughs> but uh I like when Thor loses his powers. Yeah. He gets to Earth and anything fucks him up, and he just keeps getting fucked up by things. He gets uh, tasered. It's it's hit by the car. car a
1: couple times. He
2: gets stabbed with a needle and he's just yeah. always makes
1: that same dumb face where he's like, whoa. this is like what we talk about, with like the Hulk, like what? I can get hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. Like what the hell? That's like, a common superhero yeah. reaction. Yeah.
2: We see it all the
1: time. I mean, honestly, I think it's, it's funny. Like the first time I watched the movie, I was disappointed because right at the beginning you have this huge fight with the hammer and I'm like, whoa, he looks like a badass, like hitting people with the hammer. And then they're like, ah, you can't have the hammer and all your powers are gone. And I'm like, yeah, well, what the fuck? Have a time.
0: Stop. Also, as a first movie goes, this is not so much an origin story as it's a movie about growth. Because he learns what it is to be a hero while already having these powers.
2: Actually, isn't that what an origin story is? Again, but a common theme in
1: most of these Marvel first movies, Black Panther is essentially the same. Yeah. Is him learning to be king and earning... The yeah. ability to be like king. Th- they're
0: already sort of established, but then the, it's just that last stepping stone.
1: Right. Into, this is where they, this is like the biggest own. challenge they've ever faced of like, oh, can you be this position? Yeah. And- You're not ready. And then by the end, they're ready. I'm ready! I have two things about the coronation. Yes. <laughs> First thing, I don't know if you guys think this is weird. But he walks into the whole thing. Everyone's cheering and everything. And he looks and he turns and he winks at his mother in, like, I don't know, kind of a weird way, I think. Like, it's just kind of like a, hey, like, I don't know. It's like a weird, I'm like, that's your mom. Uh, but they're gods, so they're all fucking each other. That's true. That's true. Fair point. Fair point. I, You know what? I take it back. <laughs> totally normal. Uh, I One other thing about the coronation. Uh, my favorite, I, I think, the funniest part of the movie is he's gearing up to make him king and he goes through the whole thing of like, I now proclaim you frost giants <laughs> and then just turns away and looks away. It's fucking hilarious. Like, I just imagine like other things you could interrupt. <laughs> like, do, do you take this man to be a your- frost giants? I give you the keys to the frost giants because Thor just can't wait to be
2: king. <laughs> no one's saying frost giants. Did Hopkins just have a heart attack on those steps? (laughs) Yeah, wait. (laughs) After revealing all the information, he's like, you know what? And now I don't want your reaction. I'm going to fucking have a heart attack here. But when S.H.I.E.L.D. gets involved, that's why I wrote down, no. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is needless in this film. They're just there for- S.H.I.E.L.D. is needless. It's there to advance the whole Avengers plot line. Yeah. But its presence in the film is not needed nor welcome they don't seem to under know him, know about the hammer, no. know about any of the information. Why doesn't Shield know about Thor? I always thought like Shield was one step ahead of the game and knew all these heroes and well, because he even- of Iron Man's putting him together. Now it's like who the fuck is this guy? There what-
1: seems like a little bit like he he lets him go like when he comes and he's like oh he's uh Donald Blake <laughs> which which uh, also uh yes. quick note Donald Blake is the alter ego of Thor alter in the ego comic that book just yes. made up in one second and they've made it like her ex-boyfriend yeah. or something is Donald Blake You'll be thunder, the god of thunder, There's a moment where uh, uh they go and they attack um the Frost Giants, and he's about to send them to Earth, and, and Odin's talking to both of them, and Loki's like, "But Father, I," and he's like, argh, argh, argh. like He just like growls at him like this like, and I'm like, "Oh my God, that was terrifying!" Like, Father. Hey! You know, there's only
2: I only have one other thing for the first one. The relationship between Natalie Portman and Thor is so shoehorned in in this film. They have what amounts to a conversation in the car on the way to him getting his hammer. And that is the, establishes a relationship where he's mourning, he's grieving his loss from her, where he's talking to his father about her, decisions are based on her. Yeah. There's no reason to believe they've fallen in love at all. No. no. It's just a weird relationship
1: that never worked he's out. He's got pecs. That's the whole thing. Seriously. That's the whole relationship. It's yeah. really awkward. She's like running off the road and shit. And we're like, i God, what? like, it's so ridiculous. If, like, I wrote down at the end, sacrifice, not justified. I have to admit, when I watched this, I fell asleep for a little
0: bit, and I got to this point, and I was like, wait, where was there a relationship? So I rewound. turns out I only napped for 30 seconds. There was no relationship yeah, in the movie.
2: right. Also, good, I had a— m-
1: Good one, Phil. <laughs> turns you really out, took me on that adventure. Turns out I've been asleep for 100 years. <laughs> 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 uh, I actually, though, I had a moment, too, of watching the movie. I'm like, maybe I wasn't paying attention for a second there, and I went back. Who is the fireface bad guy at the end? There's no explanation of right of who he is or where he came from. Loki literally just walks up to a wall that opens up, and he's like, go make sure Thor doesn't come back. And they're like, who, who's that guy? You're using unregistered technology. Identify yourself. Technicality question. At the end, when all of a sudden he's worthy enough to have his powers back, isn't the the incantation is that he has to be holding it? So wouldn't someone have had to go get Mjolnir and put it in his hand for that to work, for him to get his powers back? Mecca like a high, mecca hiney ho! I would say, I it's similar. I would say like Wonder Woman was similar to this movie. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very similar. Because she was kind of like a fish out of water, kind of funny, but like, okay. like very regal on her island, but as soon as she got into society, very kind of funny, not understanding, pulling her sword out randomly to go. And he's like, you can't do that here. You right. can't. I
2: just think we didn't need S.H.I.E.L.D. here. I think we could have just told this origin story straight ahead, and that would have been enough. Yeah. Uh, In the special thanks of this movie... Is Ralph Macchio. You think I didn't see it? Did
1: you look this up? I didn't look it up. So it's not, it's, there is another Ralph Macchio who's like a comic book artist. Shut up. Who did a lot of (laughs) Thor. There cannot Ah.
2: possibly be a second
1: Ralph Macchio. Interestingly enough, uh, since he, since that movie came out, The Karate Kid, his nickname is The Karate Kid. Like everyone (laughs) calls him The Karate Kid. That's amazing. All this because Loki desires a throne.
0: It is my birthright.
1: Your birthright? What's today?
2: All right, so Thor, The Dark World. This movie was really meh. I, you know what? A rehash it was, of the
1: first one. It was better than I remembered it being. I agree. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't detest it, but it's not. But it's not very memorable. It
2: doesn't feel complete. I wrote, "Thor is dot dot, dot. troubled now."
1: Yeah, because he's troubled. This is right after yeah. the first Avengers.
2: Yeah. That was from <laughs> New York. I like her. Once they get to Asgard, and we already mentioned, this is when these movies suffer when they're on this dumb planet. The interaction between the classical Anthony Hopkins thundering away as as Odin,
1: and fucking Natalie Portman just playing this American girl. She's just playing typical girlfriend the whole time. She's like, a victim. What's the first thing she says when like he meets her dad? Like you told your dad about me? Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, what the fuck so is that? Just so weird. You got Natalie Portman here
2: she's the victim in that the ether attached itself to her and and she controls this
1: powerful thing for no particular reason just so she can be involved in the story right essentially
2: right
0: this is where Black Panther goes completely right and that all of the female characters
2: have yeah. so are many his like to do. his royal guard
1: yeah and it's badass
2: forever! but just make her interesting right make it a part that isn't so vanilla. Yeah. There can be a movie where there's a badass woman kicking ass and another one where she's falling in a puddle and you got to rescue her from the puddle. These are different kinds of movies. Right. But at the end of but the day, the don't superhero. make it some dumb shit to me. Right. So now, all right, we're up in fucking Asgard. Phil, you're up there with them. What are you yeah. doing?
0: Oh, Thor is just like sitting there without a shirt on and he's, <laughs> hey, look at, there's a shot of him, of him like bending over and his ab crease and inside of it, you could put anything you want. Yeah.
1: What do you want to put in you there, You could just bro? say he's really I want cut. to put a sandwich in there. <laughs> five, five dollar, five dollar
0: the Did we need two news updates about Stellan Skarsgård? They literally showed the same scene twice. I know, right? Well, he's naked. I don't hate it because it's like it's doing something fun with the character actor. So at yeah. least it's just like there's always a funny dude doing something stupid. Yeah.
2: And we then- know
1: exactly about that character, Phil. Oh, he takes Jane to Asgard. Uh and just goes straight through. There's no Have they ever taken an- a human through the Bifrost before? This is the first time we're seeing this. It is. But, like, what if they got her all the way up there? Like, oh, Jane, did you enjoy the? Oh, God, she's dead. Oh, is God. Like- Smoking corpses. The endless <laughs> vacuum
2: of space has blown her to... She's smoldering. Oh, my God. <laughs> her lungs have blown apart. Uh, her skin is hanging off my arm.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking horror show.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Jane's entire organ in her left foot right now. Oh, it's I'm so- covered in her blood. <laughs> Jane, I fought to protect you from the dangers of my world, but I was wrong. I was a fool. Where's
1: Odin's raven? Great, great
2: Odin's, Odin's <laughs> raven.
1: Where right. is it? Where... <laughs> See, that'd be cool if it turned out Odin had a gigantic raven like her giant wolf. In the right, right, that would have right. been a good fight. Yeah, like he's riding around on a giant raven. You got
2: the uh, the Captain America cameo,
1: which is Loki. Oh, that was cute. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Pretty that. Cool. I thought that was kind of cool.
2: Yeah. <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven. But you know what? The annoying thing about this movie is again, it involves an in Infinity Stone. It's, it's of the three movies, by far, the one that's most geared towards the Avengers plot and the Infinity Stones plot. Get Infinity Stone. Be really powerful. Threaten Earth in some way. Sure. It's that, all about that's power, you, do, you know? Yeah. But that's the whole plan every time. Yeah. Every time. There's the London convergence of every fucking shit. Where are the Avengers? Where are the Avengers? Why is Thor fighting this by himself? Where are the Avengers during... See- Every fucking realm lining up, creating a... a...
1: Well, this is what I actually think is interesting with the later movies is they do... have Like, in Ragnarok, we have the Hulk in there, right? And then uh, they also had, uh, you know, Civil War. They had a bunch of all those characters. It was almost an Avengers movie in itself. But it kind of speaks to the criticism of, like, where are these guys? Like, if they really needed help, why didn't he call them? Why is this threat
2: any less of a threat to the universe than any of the other Avenger threats? It's the same as... The Avengers movie—it's the same kind of a threat. A wormhole is opening up. Aliens are coming right. through. Danger is happening. Right.
1: Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Uh, the other Anthony Hopkins line that he shouts—I have written <laughs> here—is is where he's like, "And how many? How many soldiers will you send to die, or something?" He's like, "As many as I need it." <laughs> That's the other one, right? I mean, yeah. Thor gives him look like, "Look." I, I know you're real upset about mom dying and everything. But you're being kind of crazy right now. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Uh, favorite Loki moment, by the way, is when he's, he's flying that kind of space gondola oh, at yes. one point, and he goes through the crack in the wall and he's like no Loki don't and, he goes, and he's like scuffing it yeah, along yeah. and then they go through that portal and he lands and you just hear it go ta-da <laughs> yeah. like as the Atlanta girl, I was like it's it's, it's definitely a voiceover yeah. that had him come to later yeah. but it's just so ta-da it's very <laughs> like, it's very low key yeah
2: <laughs> oh Phil ta-da I just want someone to say to Thor anyone during these movies stop trusting Loki <laughs> yeah what has he done to deserve your trust? Stop. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Let let him stay in the cell reading a book. Be okay. Like he knows how to create illusions. Don't speak for Loki like you know him Phil. I <laughs> I, I don't because every time I go to trust friends. him he turns fucking <laughs> I'm Norwegian. Oh, can I just say what accent is Rene Russo affecting during this film? It's like she's <laughs> sort of tired or know. bored with the entire thing. Is she like Canadian or something in know. real
0: life?
1: Yeah.
2: No, she's from Lethal Weapon. (laughs) That's not a country? Well, in its own way, it is.
1: That's not an answer to my (laughs) question. (laughs) That's
2: my question!
1: The question, jerk! Uh, I know we mentioned Adewaleak and Nwaiak earlier. Looks kind of predator, really cool. I think as soon as he turns into the monster, he's cool. And at the end, when they throw that thing at him, Loki throws the thing at him, and he'd be like implodes on himself. Yeah, that is badass looking. Cool. Yeah, of yeah. him being like ripped apart into a little ball and Agreed. stuff. Like I thought that was one of the cooler images of the movie. Oh yeah. Agreed. He
0: also looked like the villain from Galaxy Quest a little bit.
2: It is upon us, Ragnarok. We're talking Thor, Ragnarok. In other languages, Ragnarok means small pudgy man. But not in this case. In this case, (laughs) it refers to (laughs) uh, an event. Little fat
0: man who sold his soul.
2: Little fat man who sold his dreams. So yeah, so Ragnarok was really a departure,
0: really a cool movie, right? Stylistically, yes. And also story-wise, yes. And also from a character standpoint,
1: yes. See, you set that up like there was going to be a no. In no, there, there was no, like, no,
2: there was no no. no. You know what? Now you can just sit down and watch the rest of the podcast. You've covered all your bases, Phil. I loved Thank it. Thank you. But this is right before the Infinity War movie. The only things that happen after this are um, Black Panther and then the Infinity War. The third Avengers film. Yes.
1: Right. Just so we all know where we are. This to me, uh, this movie is kind of like Thor's Odyssey Sort of thing. Like, he kind of gets thrown into the... Oh, yeah. He has to fight yeah. his way back. And yeah. like, good, good. It's kind of cool to just take him out of his element yeah. and put him somewhere else. So also,
0: they, they quite literally burn everything down.
1: Right from the
2: bat with his conversation with that demon in the beginning, that fire guy. Right. You know they are spoofing the first two movies. Yeah. It's a full-on spoof. Right. It's an unapologetic spoof. Yeah, yeah, the
1: Matt Damon thing's a pretty big indicator, too. Yeah. But just
2: him hanging up there and having to pause
1: while he rotates around. Well, and- he literally does the, I guess you're wondering how I ended up here, yeah. sort of like trope. Right off the bat. And then it ter- but I, I lo- that worried me when I first started watching the movie, like when I saw it in theaters. So I was like, oh no, don't do something like that. Yeah. Like it was, seemed too cheesy to me. And then when he returns and he's like talking to the skeleton, I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah. Like, now I'm okay yeah. with it. Like
2: It really reminded me of Gremlin's Two, how Gremlins Two was spoofing the seriousness and the feel of the first one. It was a completely different movie. It was right. a comedy. Yeah. yeah. Can you think of another movie du- that directly made fun of it, of its, you know, what inspired it? Its original film. Oh, Evil Dead. Treated- Great example, Phil. Yeah. Evil Dead. The three of us talked about it. Yeah. And the second one is unapologetically fucking goofy. Yeah.
1: And over the top. So that's well, the a third great one example. is the most yeah, yeah. ridiculous because it becomes like an action film. But
2: the third yeah. one is completely different. The second one takes place in the same place. It's the same story, but now they're like, you know what? Uh, let me, let me know.
0: I don't know. At some points, the movie becomes the Jeff Goldblum show, but that's okay. It's great. Didn't know I needed it's it. It's amazing. But I, I yeah. really did. Um, Hulk, he is so much like a five-year-old that I know.
1: Um, I love it. Yeah, I, I love, how, like, they just, like, they're, like, Hulk's like a little boy. Don't kick stuff, you bad friend! You know what we call you? No. We call you the stupid Avenger. You're a tiny Avenger! I like Hulk. that he talks more now. Yeah, like, I like yeah. that he's just sort of a big goofball. I like, yeah, that opens up a lot so of confusion many. for me.
2: I wrote it down, and it's kind of explained a little bit later in the film by Banner. But I always had it in my head that after the Avengers, Banner is in Hulk and controlling him not two separate people. Suddenly in this movie, they're two separate people, and then I'm like, what the fuck? And then Banner later explains it. He's like, oh, for the first time, I, I wasn't in there at all. It wasn't a piece of me right. at all. Right, right. In the right. 90s, yeah. that
1: happens. In the 90s, they
0: merge into one like
1: unified Banner Hulk this movie, yeah. this movie does have a little bit of, um, I think, Planet Hulk was a bit of an inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish yeah, they actually this, had a Planet but, Hulk yeah. movie, but I like that it happened here.
2: I only know about that from the internet and reading about the Hulk because he's cool, but I know what yeah. you're talking about, the yeah, totally different it's like A bunch line. of different Hulks, and they yeah. fight each other. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Also, uh,
0: you know, for the first time, Bruce Banner, well, First Simpsons, uh, um, David Banner, in the TV show, Bruce Banner yes. is actually a likable guy. Not even in the comics is he... Is he that likable
2: my people are in great danger and you and i we have to fight this really powerful being who also happens to be my sister
0: okay that is so wrong on so many i don't want to fight your sister that that's a that's a family she's
1: an evil being i
0: don't care how what she is i'm not fighting any more beings i'm sick of it
1: there's a little doctor strange cameo and yeah. the doctor
2: strange scene i thought they yeah. had a great interaction when he keeps facing him all over yeah. yeah yeah i think that um this is movie is light in that Thor has a lot of great little mini relationships. So his Doctor Strange one is funny. Yep. His interaction with it's, Loki is funny. Yeah. And then later on, of course, his Bruce Banner interaction is funny. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got these
1: funny little keep relationships. Keep trying to do yeah. the, the sun's getting real low, sun's getting yeah. real low. Like, it's that's, hilarious. That's a, I mean, him and Hulk, great pair-up, oh, you yeah. know, like, works great. And it, it's also a sly way for them to not have to make another Hulk movie, right. which I don't think they want to do. I don't think they will. But because they, you have to kind of go back on some of the stuff you've set up in the Avengers movies. I like
0: him as a garnish more than I like him yeah. as a lead.
1: If he's the lead, he's got to be tortured. Right. You know, about his Jekyll and Hyde it's the thing. It's a superhero thing, yeah. I am not an animal. I am a human being. My favorite... Can I say my favorite Gold Bloom moment? Yeah, and I want to say mine too. <laughs> Is the, uh, the, I pardon you, uh, from life, and then melts <laughs> that guy with the melt yeah, stick. Yeah, it like, it. It, every fucking time it cracks me up. Just the timing of his, uh, from life. Oh my oh. God! I'm stepping uh, in it. I'm stepping in it. Look. Uh, wow. Oh, the, s-
2: the smell. What does it smell like? Ventus. It's like someone said to Goldblum, "Here's what we need from you: play a superhero, and we're not going to even. We don't want you to read anything about the previous movies, the characters, anything. Just be a hero. Yeah, just
1: just go ahead. Just be as you know as Goldblum as possible. Just be eccentric. He's
2: like he's like. Then you can go back to what is it, Asheim." Ass hard, yeah, ass, yeah. What is it? It's <laughs> fucking great. Hey, Spangles, here's the deal. If you want to get back to ass uh, place, Asperg. as God.
1: I-, I like the little umbrella. He turns his hammer into an umbrella, yeah. and the doc- it's like a nod Touch. to, uh, you know, the original character of Donald Blake. Um, his umbrella turned into the hammer. So that's actually like a little. Another nod to the comics there. Is that,
2: was that ripped off by uh, Harry Potter when Hagrid's uh, wand, he disguises it as an umbrella in the first film? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I'm just saying, let's not treat Mary Poppins like that's, you know, the
1: Holocaust. What? <laughs> all right. right. Let's. I saved all the Jews. <laughs> Jump on my umbrella.
0: Mary Poppins is not for sale. I won't have her turned into one of your silly cartoons. The synth score of this movie is really fun. And score-wise, using uh, using the immigrant song for all of his battles when he finally like kicks off his powers, like yeah, that's badass. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: I'm telling you this is, should be the framework for every superhero film. Yeah, lightness, the humor. Yeah, listen, even if you want to stick in all that bullshit on Asgard, that gives it. The framework of, you know, the plot construct of Sure. Just you know, the weight good. of the planet, the whole that's at yeah, stake. Yeah. Even if you want to give that fine. Keep that shit in for fifteen or twenty minutes. I didn't love it, but I can tolerate it. But this is the kind of thing that I would love to see in every superhero film.
1: Um, I wondered this, right? They keep doing the her touching her hair and turning into that helmet, right? Yes. And it's like seems to be sort of like a battle. Right, it protects her in some way. But I was thinking about it, and it's probably more so uh, for stunt and CGI effects. So when they mean because you tend to notice, like um, I always think of uh, the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. When they show him as Spider-Man, it looks more believable. But when they show him as Peter Parker swinging around, it looks crazy stupid because it's CGI'd. Um. So I think if by having a rather than having to CGI bits of hair. Flying around too, True. um, and you know it also covers up the stunt woman. You can't; it's harder to tell if you're wearing a full costume. They don't have to get someone who looks exactly like her, or put a wig on her, or doing that shit.
2: That makes sense.
1: She's Galadriel
0: in Lord of the Rings.
2: So oh, she's, that's right. She's a trilogy. wow. So yeah. who? who the hell's
1: Galadriel? She's one of the elves. What's her big line? Doesn't she have like a line that people quote all the time? Do me. Do me up the butt. <laughs> Galadriel the, the power scene. Scene. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> when she gets tempted Deceased. by the rings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do me up the butt. Darling, you have no idea what's possible.
1: Banner going to fight the wolf thinking he's about to turn into Hulk and falling and f- out of the ship it's and fantastic. slamming into the bridge is fucking It's a fantastic moment. Hilarious.
2: And the fact that it stops the wolf, and the wolf snips him for a second, like, what is this? Yeah.
1: Happened? Well, it's much like when uh, Thor hits himself with the ball, too. It, there's yeah. a lot of these moments of building up the I'm a hero, and then they just get smacked with uh-huh. something. And it's like, oh, it's classic. Yeah, like, the idea that you're taken down a notch. Always right. satisfying. Yeah. Are you Thor, the god of
2: hammers? Remember, we're taking... All previous knowledge of the Marvels films out of the equation, even the Avengers films. Sure. And we've got to assess this now and figure out whether this is a successful trilogy, and what order we would rank these movies. I have a sense that we're all going to rank these pretty much the same order. I think so. So sh- can I just say aloud, so to save time, are we all three one two on these films? Three one two. We're yes. all three one two. I think that's
1: the correct order. Yeah, yeah,
2: I think it really is. And you know what? That says a lot. And that you and I right. are actually agreeing on an order for a superhero movie. Yeah. Throw in Phil and he agrees as well. Could so, have been a wild card, but yeah. you know, yeah. But far and away, this same. Ragnarok's a sensational movie. Yes, gentlemen? I, I think absolutely. it's, well, it's
1: obvious it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean,
2: in general, I, I would, I think it's a, just a really good
1: movie as well. yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, take it out of trilogy, take it out of... Yes, a, absolutely. Our
2: conversation.
1: I would watch that one again. Wouldn't watch the other two again. I have seen I have seen Ragnarok more times than the other two combined. Okay, so uh-huh. I would say this time going around uh, the first one. This is like the third time I've seen it, and the really? second one. This was the second time I've seen it. This was like the tenth time I've seen Ragnarok. There you go. Yeah. I
0: have no desire to see the other two. No, but no, I would
2: say there's this. no need to. I would no. say this gentleman, and this is going to be my le- last input when it comes to how I feel about these films. I, I wasn't. I didn't hate the other two movies, though. No, no. There I didn't are either. other movies yeah. that we have covered where I've hated them. Yeah. it's funny how bad they are. Yeah, one and two are necessarily bad, and in fact, I think one is a pr- is a good movie. I could tolerate it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So three, one, two for me, but not a successful trilogy. If two was a strong movie, one would not discount this from but, being a successful trilogy. Right. right. But you can't. But just, two just wasn't good enough.
0: You can't just drop a Thor Ragnarok there without the other two before it, and you and mm-hmm. the other movies that he factors into. You need that that's a great point, to grow film. to get to the movie that right. we want to see,
2: right? So, but, but Ragnarok shows you what all the Thor movies could be, and it almost sort of diminishes the first two.
1: Um, and I, yeah. but I also think that's uh, Thor Ragnarok is the result of not only these three movies, but like a, of all the Marvel movies that have been made, and them really learning, like, sure. what people want. Mm-hmm. People are are gravitating more toward the lighthearted, the funnier, like, the stakes are still high in these movies. There's always something like a real threat, but keeping it light, keeping it funny, keeping them sarcastic, people like that shit. I also think because DC is so doubling down on this dark versions of things that they're like, let DC do the dark shit. Nobody wants to see that anyway, so go ahead and do all that. But we don't, but listen. We've learned our
2: lesson. Marvel may not have learned its lesson, though, because listen, we've already covered the Avengers films, and I have to assume that the fourth film the third one, having well, ended yes. with half
1: the universe dying, is going to be playing a serious angle. End game, so yeah. it's going to be. You know what? I will just say, I do think it is
2: a successful trilogy. So two was was not didn't disqualify it for
1: you, no. Because again, like as we all said, they weren't bad movies. So it's not thrilling. It's tricky for me though. I thought the same way because I didn't hate any of them, but
2: yeah. I, I just don't feel like two was good enough to call this a successful trilogy. That's all. It
1: was all right. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't good enough. I don't know. It was it's it's close. It didn't it didn't it didn't piss me off like Iron Man 3 pissed me off, you know.
2: So you're calling this a successful trilogy. I think so? For right. what for what that's worth. Phil, you're saying no, right?
0: I'm going to say uh, I think it was successful because of Ragnarok.
2: I I just said so
0: wait, I'm confused. No, I'm not. Uh I was thinking
2: about it the whole time. I don't know. Alright. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for having me. We... Thanks for coming, <laughs> Phil. You're not one of the ladies and gentlemen I'm talking Thanks about. I'm Talking to the audience, me. we appreciate you guys listening all the time. Remember, check us out on Instagram. It's a great compliment to the podcast.
1: And check us out on Twitter. Twitter, we got our new our... Twitter account. We've sort of rebranded it, right? Re- yeah, we've kind of. I've I've taken control of the Twitter account, right. and uh, we're uh, Scott's putting, got Twitter. I've got Instagram. Yeah, uh, it's our kind of our our sister. Social media yes. accounts, yes, or or brother. I mean, I want to indeed. And what are you devoting your the Twitter uh, account we to? We do. Uh, we been doing some fun polls about the episodes coming out, about any uh, you know upcoming trilogy news, uh, any anything relevant. Uh, and that,
2: we want to get your feedback as well.
1: What you think about a lot of the conundrums yeah. and? It's questions really fun to have out. everybody's uh, opinions on these polls and uh, have everyone involved. And, and you know, had some surprising. Uh, uh, outcomes in some of these polls yes indeed yeah so check them out everybody thanks so much for listening
2: let's get hammered till then keep the trilogy in midnight for the hot spring and the
1: hammer of the gold.